Hello everyone, welcome back to the Creative Ambivert Podcast. This is Maddie, your host, (laughs) and I've been gone for so long. (laughs) Oh my god. You remember in that episode that I posted like four months ago, how I was like, it's been so long and I didn't have any time to record any podcast episodes, so I took a break and... Now I'm back, hopefully for good. I'm pretty sure that's like exactly what I said. Um, And then I posted that episode and fell off the face of the earth. As far as podcasting goes. So that's super fun and super cool. Um, Basically, I got a job, a full-time job at a flower shop. And I have had such... A hard time balancing the full-time job and everything else that I'm trying to do that I again let go of the podcast um and I'm sure you guys saw the title of today's episode so you know that this is this episode is about you know not setting yourself up for failure basically I've been for the last couple months setting myself up to fail um, at all the things that I want to do slash am trying to do or or need to do. So um, basically this episode is as much for me as it is for anybody else. But if you also feel this way, you know, you're out of school and you're trying to break into your career and you're working a full-time job and you're trying to have a social life and, 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 and. You are not alone. And this episode is basically going to be me <laughs> talking my way through how I'm going to figure this out. Um, and just kind of ways to recognize ways I'm setting myself up for failure. And yeah, how just how to, how to combat those, those things. Um, but kind of what I've been up to for a little while is work and trying to find a balance with my work life, my social life, my relationship with myself. It's just been kind of a mess and my relationship with art has been weird as of late. Um, I sort of feel like my art style is regressing since graduating, which is not a good thing. And it could just be in my head, who knows. Um, But yeah, that's, I mean, really honestly, all I've been up to is work. And that kind of is a shitty realization that I had to come to. Um, And it sort of feels like I'm, I'm gonna have an episode about this because I need to like rant about it, but I don't want, oh, here we go. I'm yawning. It's the start of a podcast because I'm yawning. Anyway, um, I want to have a full episode about about this topic uh, specifically, but like I feel like I can't believe that this could possibly be how the rest of my life is going to be. Um, right now, it feels... <laughs> It feels weird. It doesn't feel 
right, if that makes any sense. So I can't seem to wrap my head around the fact that this is how my life would be. But who knows? Um, wow. The start of this episode is kind of depressing. <laughs> Didn't mean to make it so depressing. Um, but that's, I guess, that's just, that's what I've been up to the past couple of months is trying to find a balance. So, um, I have had a couple projects come across my desk and some of them haven't worked out. Um, but one I'm really quite excited about, actually. I can't really say anything about it. Um, but hopefully soon. Oh my gosh, I'm yelling again. Hopefully soon I will be able to talk a little bit more about it. Uh, but it's pretty exciting. I feel good about it. Um, and then I am, I, I see, I don't even have really time to work on personal stuff, so. Can't even say I'm working on anything cool personally. Um, but so personal project wise, I am going to try to put some time and effort back into this because I really do enjoy podcasting. I just wasn't making it a priority. So here's to making it a priority. Cheers with my massive hydro flask. If you're listening to this, take a sip of water. And with that, let's get into the episode. Today we are talking about not setting yourself up for failure. Um and ways that we kind of inadvertently set ourselves up to fail. Nobody wants to fail. There you go. Gosh dang it. Somebody has got to like teach me how not to yawn when I start talking. I think yawning is like your body's way of um, not getting, it's not getting enough, your brain's not getting enough oxygen, right? Oh no, that's hiccuping. I don't remember. Somebody just needs to tell me not to yawn so much. Um, sorry, I just burped. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, this episode (laughs) is just kind of how I set myself up for failure in my daily life, my weekly life, my life life, um, and patterns that I've noticed for myself, all because... I don't want to fail, um, or I'm, like, scared of failing, but then, like, my habits and the things that I do on a daily basis to avoid failing ultimately cause me to fail. (laughs) It's, you know, self-sabotage behavior, but it's true. Um, so we're just kind of going to talk about it because it's something I need to talk about out loud for myself. And I've talked about this, you know, with other people my age uh, and emerging artists and emerging creatives and people who just kind of, oh my God, people who are just trying to find a new routine for themselves 
um, out of, you know, going from one part of life to the next. And that can be at any stage of life. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I am an all-knowing, wise human being. But these are things that I've noticed about myself. And if there's one thing I know, I know that my problems are not the only... I'm not the only person with these problems. So if I can kind of ease the mind of anybody else going through this that would be that would make me feel good and it's going to make me feel good to talk out kind of my own plan for things oh my gosh there's a puppy on a walk outside right now a little yellow lab and oh you know how when puppies walk they're all floppy and their tail just and their ears just kind of flop around cuz they they're so awkward and just like oh And my dogs are being mean. They're barking at it. And the puppy's just like, what? I want to play with you. Aw, so cute. Okay, anyways, sorry, distraction. Who doesn't get distracted by puppies, though? I feel like that was a valid distraction. Um, So, to start, you know, talking about this topic. Sorry. (laughs) Squirrel. Anyways. um, To start talking about this topic, I think it's important to shed light on ways that you could be inadvertently setting yourself up for failure in your daily or weekly life. Um, I've got three, three things that I tend to do that I'm sure other people do. And those things are taking on too much, poor planning, and being too strict with yourself. Um, For me, I think the biggest one is taking on too many things. Um, I take on responsibilities and activities and projects and things that interest me um, all at one time. And I I kind of, just like the the puppy outside, I have a uh, short attention span and things that interests me, I get, I get excited and interested about all different types of things, which is why I make so, so much different types of art. Like I, I want to make patterns and I want to make wall art and I want to make children's book illustration and I want to make animation, you know, visual development for animation. And I want to learn how to 3D model and I want to learn how to, um, create wireframes for UX. Like I want to do all the things, but I don't have time to do all the things. Like, everybody only gets 24 hours in a day, and I can't do all of those things and sleep and eat and work and work out and have a social life. Like, I just can't. I gotta pick and choose. Like, I assign myself way too many things, and this kind of, like, goes hand-in-hand with poor planning, but I'll get to that part later. I just don't have time for all of it. So, if you haven't figured out how this could possibly set me up to fail yet, I will explain. When you take on too many things, you, you know, let's say you are trying to do school, like for this, let me, okay, better example. 
when I was in school and I was trying to do this podcast at the same time, I was trying to do school and, oh my God, and meet the physical, you know, goals that I was trying to get to with exercising and all that kind of stuff and doing the podcast and doing Instagram and doing TikTok and trying to have a social life. And mind you, school was intense. I was taking three studio classes and that is like not when when you're at SCAD, if you have went gone to SCAD, which I'm sure a lot of people that are listening to this are my SCAD friends, um, you know that three studios is not an easy thing to do because it's just so much work. Um, so I was trying to do that and then I was like, you know, I really want to start a podcast, so I'm just going to do it and wing it and see what happens. Well, I gave myself too many things and what happened? I failed at the podcast. I had to, I started it and didn't, didn't think about it really. And all of a sudden I had given myself too many things to do. So I failed. And there was a period of time where when I was still trying to do the podcast and trying to have a social life and trying to go to class and trying to work out and trying to do my homework and trying to sleep for at least seven hours a day, I was starting to fail at multiple things. So something had to go, and that was the podcast. So I ultimately failed at this thing. But I was, for a while there, failing in all avenues because I gave myself too many things. I gave myself too many opportunities to fail while trying to be perfect and take it all on. Does that make any sense? When you give yourself too many things, your brain can't handle it. You don't have enough hours. And so if you don't have enough hours, then you start to give on some things that maybe are really important for your mental and and physical well-being, like sleep or exercise or, you know, eating good food, spending time with people. Like, when you start to give yourself too many things to the point where it starts to affect your sleep, your food, and, you know, your, uh, and your mental, physical well-being, that's when it becomes a problem. That's when you set yourself up to fail. And I'm kind of repeating myself, but this is, like, the biggest issue I have is taking on too many things. And what happens? Well, I fail. The biggest way to combat this is to understand that it's okay to turn down certain opportunities, certain activities, um, projects, jobs. It's okay to cut back your hours on things if you want to give more time and attention into something else. Like all of these things, it is okay to admit that maybe you don't have more than 24 hours in a day and you need some more time for other things. If you don't turn some things down, you don't turn down going to dinner with a friend like three times a week, maybe instead you want to go once or twice or... You can't take 
three children's books at one time like and work a, a part-time job like it, it it's okay to not do all the things <laughs> you just can't do all of it so understand what you do and don't have time for really take a breather and check in with yourself before you answer somebody if you have time to go out or if you want to go out sometimes you just need a break i find that i usually need a break because i put a lot of time and effort into other places in my life and so when my friends call me up and ask if i want to go out i usually say no which probably means that i'm not being that great of a friend but sometimes you just have to put yourself first and it's really difficult to put yourself first when you're trying to make other people happy so sometimes you just gotta say no sometimes you just gotta say i don't want to i'm tired I don't want to go do anything today. I've been doing nothing but things since Monday. And I need this Sunday to not do anything. Like, it's... it's People understand being tired. People understand life being busy. I'm not saying you should, you know, neglect your friendships or your job or whatever all the time but if your brain and body are telling you that you need a break it's totally okay to take one um so that's if that's the biggest takeaway is that you don't want to be taking on too many things and it's okay to take breaks then i have won this podcast (laughs) so that is that is lesson number one that is way number one that you set yourself up to fail is taking on too much way number two is poor planning this is a pretty obvious one um like obviously if you don't have a good schedule you're probably not going to do all that great um but at the same time it's like people well i say people i mean myself I say myself, I'm okay, I say people because I know I'm not the only person that struggles with these things, but if I don't have a good schedule, if I don't go into things having at least kind of a plan, there are going to be way, like, things that happen that I haven't planned for, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what I'm doing, my entire day is gone to waste. I um, I end up doing too many things. I end up getting pulled in different directions. Like if I don't have a little bit of a a little bit of structure, my day is all over the place. I don't get anything done. I get little bits of of like lots of things done, but I don't get like the core of what I need to get done done. So, poor planning is like a it's a big one for me. So, ways to figure this out is, like, figure out and think about realistically what you do and don't have time for in a day. 
blocking, making, making an actual schedule and like blocking out times of your day gives you a good visual of how much one thing is eating up in your day. If you are going to sleep for seven to eight hours a night, that that's a big block of 24 hours. It's not quite half, but it's almost, it's almost half. And that's a big, like if you actually physically block out seven to eight hours of a day with sleeping, and then let's say you work a full-time shift, that's another seven to eight hours blocked out. That leaves you with, I don't wanna do the math, but like not very many hours to then do whatever else it is that you need to do. But if you table out and you block out and you schedule out the rest of your day, you have a better idea of what you can and can't take on. This goes back to the to the piece before, taking on too many things. If you understand visually, I don't know who else is a visual learner, but I'm a visual learner. If you understand and you can look at a graph of your day, a table of your day, and be like, hmm, do I have time to squeeze in an hour of exercise today? Sometimes the answer is yes. Sometimes the answer is no. And if most of the time the answer is no, then either one, your exercise isn't a priority for you, or two, you're spending too much time doing something else that that is like a waste of time, you know? Like... I'm not going to bash and sit here and bash anybody that doesn't work out because I've been there and I'm kind of there right now. I'm not working out nearly as much as I would like to as my body needs me to um, because I'm so tired and I have, I'm taking on a lot of things. So it's making it hard for me to get into the gym the way I want to, even though I literally only have to walk across the street or, you know, because we have workout stuff in our garage or go out on a walk like this is again an example of failing I am I am failing to work out because I have too many things going on and I haven't been planning very well last week I sat down and made myself a schedule I blocked out my day days of the week based off of my work schedule based off of the things I know that I live at home right now the days I know that I'm helping out with my family or my family's got something going on or you know and blocking in possibilities of social time that I might be having with friends or times that I want to exercise times that I should be taking breaks at work like I mapped out all of it And I was able to figure out what kind of is the most important and what takes up the most of my time. And for me, I figured out that about 45% of my day is sleeping. 35% of my day is my day job. And that leaves 20% for art, exercise, and social life. And the way that I personally have divvied it up is 10% art, 5% exercise, and 5% social life. So I'm giving about, 
as much effort to my exercise as I am to my social life right now, which isn't isn't how I would like it to be. If I could right now, and this is this is also because I'm working a different job than my my art job. Eventually, I would like it to be that my art work is that 35%, and then I have a full 20% to give to more personal matters. But, you know, that's just not the reality of my life right now. So I had to sit down and make a schedule to figure out how much time I had during the day to do all my different things. And that's what I came up with. So I'm hoping that this new schedule is going to help me navigate my daily life a lot easier and unfortunately for me if I want to exercise I have to get up before work to do it because after work I have to prioritize making some art because if I don't start making art then I'm gonna regress and I'm not gonna be able to get that job that I want and I have to make these hard choices if I want to succeed. I don't want to fail. I refuse to fail at this. And so, unfortunately for me, I have to work out before work at 4.30 in the morning. And I have not been very good at sticking to that, so I need to do better. It needs to become a habit. It needs to become a non-negotiable. And I'm going to try my best. (laughs) 4.30 in the morning is early, though. Um... But yeah, so planning is is a big one and poor planning is a, is a big way to set yourself up for failing. The third and final way that I have noticed that I set myself up for failure, that other people set themselves up for failure, um, that I'm going to talk about in this episode is is being too strict with yourself, which is sort of contradictory to the last two topics um but there's a line with understanding that you're taking on too many things and planning out your entire life and to the to the you know percentile and blocking out your day in a planner or whatever it is there's a line between that and like like doing that right and doing that in a healthy way and then doing that in a not healthy way. And it's a very thin, there's a very, very thin line that you could cross when you're doing this, which I'm a little worried about for myself, um, is that you become so strict with this new, like, I need to be on a productive habit, like I need to do this, this, and this, and I can't ever go get a drink with friends because I have to get up at 4.30 in tomorrow because tomorrow is leg day. And if I, if I miss leg day tomorrow, then that's going to set my whole week up for, for failure and blah, 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 blah. Like, these things are healthy. These planning, like these scheduling type things are healthy to do to give yourself like a guideline of how your week should go away for like if you find yourself getting lost in the week kind of just re re uh reference your schedule that you have for the week and be like okay these are the things that I should be doing that I should focus on today and if I you know 
if I want need to do something else, I can I have time for this. Like that's the kind of good planning, but like often your schedule can become cement. But life isn't cement. Life is sort of dynamic. Um, you never really know what the day is going to bring. And sometimes you're not going to have enough time to work out. You're not going to have enough time to make breakfast in the morning. So you're going to have to stop at Starbucks. Sometimes you're, you know, you didn't plan well enough for your lunches for the week. And you ran out of some of what you meal prepped. So you got to get, you got to go get Subway at work. Whatever it is. Or... You know, your friends are, uh, want to go get dinner and you haven't seen them in a little while. So you go get dinner, even though you were supposed to get up early in the morning to work out, I guess tomorrow you're just going to have to miss your workout and work out in the afternoon or don't work out at all. Like sometimes life just works that way. And if you don't, allow yourself a little bit of leeway that can lead to you getting so strict that you kind of either one get what I like to call the fuckets which is basically like you mess up one time and then you're like oh man why why does this even matter in the first place like I don't need to be doing this this is a waste of time fuck it like fuck it, I'm just going to go do what I want, I'm going to eat what I want, I'm going to go back to doing what I want every day, you know, sleeping when I want, not doing the things that I know I should be doing, and because I just don't do it anyway, and blah, blah, blah. Like, if you, you're so strict, you can you can end up down that road, which can then lead to, like, feeling bad about yourself because you're not doing all the things, like, you're back to the beginning. Or it can just make you feel like if you're not getting all of these things done, it's the end of the world. Like you end up feeling bad about yourself. You, um, you know, you feel like you're a failure because you didn't stick to exactly to the schedule that you had written for yourself and you had spent so much time writing the schedule out and planning the schedule for the week. But so how dare I skip the workout how dare I miss my alarm how dare I you know not work for exactly three hours on this art project or you know whatever it is it can leave you feeling really bad about yourself so you have to go in with the mentality that sometimes the schedule is going to fly out the door and you're going to go do something else or you got to go pick up your siblings so you don't get as many hours on that project that day as you want like life isn't 30 minute increments of a schedule it just doesn't work like that so you have to be able to give yourself the space to kind of get into this new routine that you've made for yourself to understand that maybe this routine is going to change because Sometimes the routines that we have planned for ourselves don't work. They just don't work for our life. They don't work for our mental. They don't work for our physical. Like, 
sometimes we're going to have to understand that it's trial and error when you're trying to make new routines for yourself and that not everything is going to stick, not everything is going to feel great, not everything is going to be easy or like you're not going to be able to do everything right every day and so just giving yourself the space to get used to it and giving yourself space to like have a lazy day or a day where you go out instead of working out you know it just you have to be able to give yourself that because if you don't on occasion give yourself a little bit of flexibility you're probably gonna fail and end up back at the beginning so that's just yet another way that you can set yourself up to fail I feel like I've talked forever but I have not um To kind of wrap all of this up, I'm going to briefly talk about, I mean, I kind of already have been as we go, but here's the ways that I'm going to try to make this better for myself moving forward. Um, How to not set myself up for failure, if you will. Um, I'm going to be scheduling every week a master schedule of each day of my week the things that I have that I know that are happening I'm going to put in and I'm going to do my best to leave room for things that I don't know that are happening because inevitably those things will happen I also have to understand when I do this be very very aware when I do this that the schedule is subject to change. Um, it is mainly just a reference so that if I need something to do or I can't remember what it was that I wanted to do, that I wanted to get done, that I'm really hoping is my baseline, my goals for the, that day, I can reference that on my phone or on my computer and I can go and check things off when I finish them and feel good about having those things done but not beating myself up if I don't get those things done directly on the day that I had scheduled for myself before I even knew what was happening that day so I'm making a blueprint if you will of a schedule for my week. Every Sunday, I have scheduled that for myself to do. It's one of my tasks on Sundays to plan out my week to the best of my ability, but do it knowing that, you know, it might change. Next thing is making priorities and understanding what are my true priorities. Making pros and cons lists of things help with this. You know, really, really look at yourself, look at your life, and be reasonable and be harsh on yourself a little bit. Harsh not on yourself, but like 
on your reality of what what are the things that you are clearly making a priority for yourself and what are things that you want to be a priority and then look at your schedule and kind of figure out okay how can I be adjusting things to make this thing a priority that I maybe haven't been how can I do that how can I fit this in to make it work for my for my life be reasonable with yourself again don't take on too many things fully understand I think this is why making a schedule first is better making a schedule and then understanding what your priorities are or understanding what your priorities are as you're making your schedule and be open and reasonable to your priorities being maybe less than what you think or you know sometimes maybe you're not able to you're not ready to take on your small business yet or your podcast yet or another job yet who knows but be reasonable with yourself when you're picking your priorities and be be a dreamer if you want to this is when you're young and you don't have any kids and you don't have you know a family or whatever it is a strict career that's really really important to you your priorities can be a little bit more flexible a little bit more fun a little bit more you So find those things, do those things, and make room for them. But don't give yourself too many things. (laughs) Another thing I'm going to be doing is um, taking my time to check in with myself once a day and then also once a week. The once a day, um, I'm going to try to make it a habit again to journal every morning. I did pretty good this week, um, except for I didn't journal yesterday or this morning. Every other day of the week, I did it. So, that, so, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I did it. And I think, uh, I don't know, it doesn't really matter. That's what my plan is, is to journal every morning. Kind of, you know, my my go-to journal is like, I write like a paragraph of how I'm feeling, whatever is important to me that day. And then I write a few things that I'm grateful for. And a few things that I want to focus on for the week, the day, the month, the next six months, whatever it is, I write a couple of those things down kind of like as a quote-unquote manifestation. I don't know if I believe in that or not. I don't know if you believe in it, but um, I always find that when I take time to journal, it's like kind of like the heavens part or something and positive things start happening. Um, So I want to make it a habit of journaling again. And just checking in with myself every day and be like, okay, what are my priorities? What are the things that I want to do today? What are What is one thing that I need to focus on? And then once a week with my scheduling and all that kind of stuff on Sundays. And then the last thing is just being honest with myself and being honest with the people around me, with how I'm feeling, with my schedule, with the things that are important to me. Like being truly honest will help not set you up for failure because if you're honest that you are busy if you're honest that you're you know you're prioritizing something else people can only either accept that honesty or they can move on and that might be kind of difficult but sometimes 
if your priorities are your priorities, then the people around you need to support them. And if they're not supporting them, then those people probably need to not be in your life for this, you know, season of whatever this is for you. So, yeah, those are the things I'm doing. And, uh, you know, my what I'm doing might look different than what you're doing. And that's totally okay. You guys don't need to, nobody needs to do this. This is, this is really honestly just for me. And it feels sort of selfish to me to have made this whole podcast basically just what I need to hear and hope that, you know, other people also need to hear it. So if they do, you know, they don't feel alone. And, but really this is honestly just for me. (laughs) This whole episode has just been me to me. Been checking in with myself. This has been one long journal entry, um, vocal journal entry. But yeah, if yours looks different, that's totally fine. Just start by being honest, start by making schedules, and be nice to yourself. All right, and to wrap up the episode, as always, uh, I'm ending with this segment that used to be called Artist Shoutout of the Week. But I felt like that felt sort of, uh, one, limiting, and two, oh my gosh, I don't know how, I don't know how to say it. Kind of like I am... I am better than everybody else. Like, I'm shouting you out because you need me kind of thing. Like, I felt like that's how it felt. I don't know if that's how it felt to you guys, but, like, I felt like that was the vibe I was giving off, and I don't, I didn't like that. So I'm changing the segment to um, artist introduction of the week. I'm introducing you to this artist that I find inspiring, whose work that I like, And you can look into them if you want. You don't have to, but this is just an artist that I have been liking lately and has been inspiring to me. So for this week's artist introduction, I have um, Sophie McPike. She is an artist that I found on Instagram. And when I saw her work, I like immediately became enthralled by it. Um, She draws a lot of like feminine art, but not like super hyper feminine it's I don't know it's a weird it's an interesting unique way of portraying femininity fem I can never say it femininity 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 that's it it's an it's a very unique way of portraying it her like my favorite things about her work is her joyful uses of color and the fact that all of her art kind of gives me just like a cozy warm vibe and then like her overall unique style I am obsessed with her little iconography that she throws into her work and just the way that she kind of draws the human form I just am obsessed with it so um she's so great and I wanted to introduce you guys to her this week Uh, Recently, I've been loving her Collector of Important Things series, which unfortunately just came to an end. She made 12 of 12, um, and it's just been these little paintings that she does. Not little paintings, but like paintings that she does 
um, I think it's one every week of this sort of whimsical collector person of different items and it's just really really cool so you guys will have to go check that out um it always makes me so happy when her work pops up on my feed usually usually it pops up on my lunch break when I'm at work and it just like makes me want to drop everything that I'm doing and drive home and make some artwork which I can't do but um her work is just incredibly inspiring and uh I'm sure people will start to see little tiny sprinkles of her color choices or whatever it is sort of as a inspiration in my work at some point uh just because I can't help myself when I see something I like I gravitate toward it so um yeah I uh I just am really like a, a big fan <laughs> of Sophie's work. So you guys all should check her out. You can find Sophie on Instagram at uh, Sophie, S-O-P-H-I-E, McPike, M-C-P-I-K-E, all one, you know, word, no letter or no numbers or anything. And all of this will be linked in the in the show description. Um, and then YouTube is Sophie McPike, and she also has a Patreon and a shop, and I believe she streams on Twitch. She's, like, on all the social media, on all the things, so she is clearly a boss at, uh, scheduling and making, you know, not failing and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, with that... That has been this week's episode of the Creative Ambivert Podcast. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. Um, You know, stay happy, bring joy to others, and uh, bring joy to yourself. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye!